0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode from Love Macy Podcast. I am your host Macy. Hey guys. Hey, what's up? How are you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing well. It has been so long since I filmed a podcast and I'm just super excited to be back. I had a lot going on this summer. I had Exams, You guys know that I'm in school and so sometimes my podcast can kind of drag behind everything else. But I do appreciate all of the listeners and we have quite a few downloads despite my absence. But I just want to thank you guys so much for being loyal to Love Macy and just always being here and giving me a listen. So we're back and make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at love Macy podcast and make sure you tag me in this episode if you watched it to be featured in one of my episodes. Okay, guys, so let's talk about why you shouldn't worry about things that you can't change. And I know that this is very hard for all of us. It's very difficult. This is one of those things where it's easier said than done, where it's easy for me to sit here and say, don't worry about things that you can't change. But yet it's really, really hard to practice that though, right? Like I can say that, but can we practice it? Like, Can we really not worry about the things that we can't change. And that's what this episode is going to be about is why do we worry? You know, I have had so many things happen in my life where I've worried about it and it didn't change. The first one is I am a mom and I worry about my kids' future all the time. I worry if they're going to get bullied, I worry if they are receiving a proper education, I worry if they're going to be okay. All of these things are natural worries, right? Like we all have our own things that we worry about. But in the end, we have to remember, can we really change it? And the bottom line is that no, like most likely I don't have control over my kids all the time. Like when they go off to school, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. So the best thing that I can do is just try to love them and teach them tools on how they can help themselves. I do have a 10-year-old that is on the autism spectrum, and I worry about him all the time. And most likely... A lot of this stuff I can't change. Do I educate myself to try to help him and try to be the best advocate I I can? Of course. But at the end of the day, a lot of things are out of my control. And I'm just learning every day to be okay and just know that I'm going to always be their mom. I'm going to always guide them in the right direction that they need to be in and so that's the best that I can do and so I'm practicing every day you know what if it's not in my control I just have to let it go. The second one is that I had a friendship with someone that I met back in 2020 and I adored this friendship so much like it meant everything to me and I always worried that it would end like I just always felt like It wouldn't last, I felt like. And I think it was because when we would have a disagreement, this person would always break off the friendship. And then I would always try to be in this person's life and they really didn't, ultimately they didn't want me in it. And then they would leave and then I would try. And I just remember trying so hard and I just worried so much about this friendship that ultimately this person decided that they didn't want to be friends. And so I worried for nothing. I put my body through all of that stress for nothing. And ultimately we weren't friends and it's just it it just didn't change anything. So the worrying that I did about the friendship, the sadness that I felt, the grief, the tears, none of it mattered because ultimately we weren't friends. And so I think that we just have to be OK with being OK if something doesn't work out and we can't worry about it because worrying can cause so many things to disrupt Within our bodies, it affects the whole system. It affects our mental health, our physical health, our um, our overall general feelings. And that can cause our body response to this. And it responds to it in a way where it may not be healthy for us. So for an example, if you're someone who suffer from anxiety and depression, worrying is going to make those symptoms come on and then you're going to go into a downward spiral with your anxiety and your depression and it's going to be hard to get out of it, right? And so those are some of the things that we deal with. We can also deal with the physical side, which is stomach ulcers or headaches. You know, Our bodies respond to the worry. And so it is my hope that all of us really try not to worry about things that is out of our control, out of our hands. And so it's a learning process for me. I'm learning it every day. Um, I'm really teaching my daughter not to worry about things that she can't change because it it just doesn't change, right? So why are you worrying about it if it's not going to change? And that's like the biggest thing that I have to keep in the back of my mind is like, okay, Why? Because whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen whether you worry about it or not. Let me repeat that. Whether you worry about it or not, it's still going to happen. Like that friendship I was telling you guys about. It still ended. And so I challenge all of us to find healthy ways to not worry. You know, I'm in school right now. And I'm studying applied behavior analysis with an emphasis in autism spectrum disorders with a minor in psychology and human growth and development. And one of the things about behavior analysis is that it teaches us to replace a behavior with something different. So for an example, if you are one of these people where you really, really love to be on your phone all the time right? Like you got to be on your phone. Well, what is a replacement behavior that you can do that can substitute you not being on your phone? So whether you set a timer for 15 minutes and you say, you know what, I'm not going to be on my phone for 15 minutes, or I am just going to shut my phone off for an hour. So you have to find healthy ways to replace whether it be a habit or whatever. So that is my challenge to you. What is it that you can do to replace your worry? Will it be that you can maybe um, go for a walk when you feel yourself worrying? Could it be that you maybe decide that you want to watch a movie, maybe some meditation? So maybe you can replace your worry with, Meditation. And so I'm not saying that this is going to change overnight. The, this is something that you will have to practice every single day to get over and to learn to overcome. And trust me, guys, I know that it's hard. I am currently, right now, trying my best not to. For me, I can honestly say, is I have really just been taking the time to reflect on my life and the people that's important to me. So whenever I worry that this therapist in my son's life didn't do what I wanted them to do, how can I help my son? OK, how can I learn what they know and make it better or and do it better? So that's what I challenge you to do is to find those ways, find those replacement behaviors in your life because I can't say it because I'm not in your life and I don't know like what you're going through Only you know that And so it is my hope that anyone who listens to this podcast that you are happy, you're healthy, you're well You are loved, okay And just remember that I want us all to be happy I want us all to know that we all have something special to give to the world Okay Okay So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye guys.